Good morning. Greetings in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. It's good to be in the house of the Lord. Uh, Yeah, greetings to all you this morning and visitors and those that are listening in. Uh, Michaels and Jonathans, I think for sure Jonathans are listening in because Melissa picked the song just over yonder. (laughs) Praise the Lord. God bless you, Melissa, for picking that song. Well, wow. I feel a little bit uh, emotional this morning, I guess, just with the funeral yesterday and just, yeah, I don't know. So bear with me if I get, if I'm too emotional. But you know, heaven is real. And it's prepared for those who have made themselves ready. Praise God. Oh, may we be more homesick for heaven. I was talking to uh, someone there at the, I think it was the viewing, as far as living in light of eternity. And he was meant or saying something that, yeah, we go about our work and different things. And we, uh, we don't live in light of eternity the way we should. So may God help us to live more in light of eternity. And uh, thinking too about some of the songs or just the singing this morning. You know, and thinking of Anita there. She loved to sing. And and uh, I think it was that last song that we sang, I think, is where my mind was going on the whole aspect of worship. <clears throat> and is it Tozer that says that the church has lost its... Uh, uh, as far as worshiping God. <clears throat> but Anita this morning is in the presence of God worshiping. Hallelujah. And may we not wait till, uh, how should I say, we're called home. Uh, but let us worship Him now while we're here, yet on this earth. Because He is worthy. He is worthy this morning. <clears throat> Well, I think we'll just, uh, before we go into the opening here, let's just have a pause for a word of prayer. Lord, we come to you in the precious name of Jesus, that name that is above all names, that name that every knee shall bow and tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Oh God, we thank you this morning. We worship you, we praise you. And God, I do pray, help us to live more in light of eternity. God, this, we're just passing through, Lord. Help us to be truly pilgrims and strangers on the earth. Oh, God, I pray. Father, we pray, Lord, in light of this service here this morning, God, that we would be encouraged all the more to live in light of eternity. Oh, God, I pray. Father, just have your way. Help me to, to share the things that you have laid on my heart, God. And help me to say only those things that you would have me to say, God. Oh, Father, we need you, Lord. We're in a needy, we're, we're a needy people, God. We, we're living in a, in a needy world, God. And Father, we pray, Lord, guide us, direct us this morning through the, through the songs that we sing and the, the messages that we hear, God, the children's lesson, Lord, the testimony. I pray, oh, God, that the body here would be edified, Lord. Oh, God, we pray for your blessing, Lord. We look to you, God. We know, Father, Lord, you have all the provisions that we need, God, and every soul that is here this morning. 
Father, who has a need on their heart, God, that you can meet that need, Lord. And we thank you, Father, for that, dear God. Thank you that you are almighty. Thank you, God, that you are the same today, yesterday, and forever, Lord. Oh, God, we worship you. We praise you. Thank you, Father, that you're the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, Lord. Oh, God, we bless you this morning. And help us, oh, Father, I pray, encourage our hearts here today, God. Lord, we, oh, Father, I just pray, yes, have your way in my heart, in all of our hearts, God. We look to you. We thank you and we praise you. May your will be done here in earth, here this morning as it is in heaven. Oh, God, I pray. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, let's go to uh, Genesis this morning. Uh, I I, uh, was struggling a little bit, maybe, knowing that we have some preachers that have come in, thinking I should maybe ask them, but... uh, for some reason, I didn't, so I guess we'll, uh, uh, maybe the next time. <laughs> but anyways, what's on my heart this morning, I was, this past week, I was reading, uh, in my personal devotions, I was reading through Genesis here and, and on the life of Joseph, and I was just encouraged with uh, the life of Joseph. And I was talking to Ron, was it yesterday or whenever yesterday or Friday, I forget when it was, that uh, <clears throat> mention about Joseph there, and he just mentioned that that's one of his favorite uh, uh, characters in the Bible, I guess, <clears throat> Old Testament characters maybe. Uh, <clears throat> but I was just blessed, and I, I just want to look at it a little bit this morning. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I trust that we can be encouraged by the faithfulness of Joseph this morning. He was a faithful man. And he went through a lot of things. And uh, maybe just to start off with, I'll just re- if you're in Genesis chapter 37, we'll just start reading in verse 2 here a little bit. Uh, we're not going to read, we can't read everything here about Joseph here this morning. I'd like just to touch on a couple things here. <clears throat> In uh, Genesis 37, let's start um, in verse 2. These are the generations of Jacob. Joseph, being 17 years old, was feeding the flock with his brethren. And the lad was with the sons of Buhah and with the sons of Sippah, his father's wives. And Joseph brought unto his father their evil report. I'm not sure if I pronounced those names right. Uh, Now Israel loved Joseph more than all his children because he was the son of his old age and he made him a coat of many colors. And when his brethren saw that their father loved him more than all his brethren, they hated him and could not speak peaceably unto him. And Joseph dreamed a dream. He told it his brethren and they hated him yet the more. And he said unto them, Here I pray ye this dream which I have dreamed. For behold, we were binding sheaves in the field, and lo, many sheaves arose and also stood upright. And behold, your sheaves stood around about, made obedience to my sheaf. 
And his brethren said to him, Shalt thou indeed reign over us, or shalt thou indeed have dominion over us? And they hated him yet the more for his dreams and for his words. And he dreamed yet another dream, and he told it to his brethren and said, Behold, I have dreamed a dream more. Behold, the sun and the moon and the eleven stars made obedience to me. And he told it to his father and to his brethren and to his father. He rebuked him and said unto him, What is this dream that thou hast dreamed? Shall I and thy mother and thy brethren indeed come to bow down ourselves to thee to the earth? And his brethren envied him, but his father, this stood out to me, observed the same. <clears throat> so here we have a little bit of what was happening in Joseph and the family there. <clears throat> And how his brethren hated him. And there was a day that his dad asked him to go out. Jacob asked him to go visit his brethren. And we know the, the story there. We keep reading there what they, what they did there to Joseph. They, uh, they saw him coming and they wanted to kill him. And, but it ended up throwing him into a pit. And, uh, <clears throat> and then he was sold to Egypt as a slave. <clears throat> And uh, just thinking about that a little bit. So here, Joseph, he had all these, he had these dreams and, and, you know, you and I, we can have dreams and we can have great aspirations and all of a sudden things are going way different than what I was dreaming about. But Joseph was a man that was faithful. And I wanted to title the opening here, The Faithfulness of Joseph. And uh, just thinking about as he was down there in the pit and as he was was taken into Egypt there and all the, can you imagine the the emotion that that young man went through? Excuse me. I don't know if I should say more on that or not, but just, you know, just the, his brethren hated him and he was despised and he was rejected and, yeah, like Jesus. I read there in, in Isaiah, what is it, 51. But all that, that he went through, but the thing that, the thing that, thinking about, the faithfulness of Joseph and also about, and we want to touch on the end here about the faithfulness of God. And I guess what stood out to me or what the, the, as, as I was meditating on Joseph here, I believe there was one thing that Joseph, even though he was thrown into the pit, he was taken into Egypt and th- uh, uh, he was uh, sold as a slave. Even with all that, But Joseph was standing on the rock of God's faithfulness. And we don't get anything else. I want us to, to, or I, I want us to get that. Joseph was standing on the rock of God's faithfulness is what I'm calling it this morning. On the rock of God's faithfulness. His eye was on the Lord. He was trusting God through the thick and the thin. While he was down there in the pit. Why was being dragged or they took him down into Egypt there? He was sold for, was it 20 pieces of silver? Our Lord was, was, was sold there. What was it for 30 pieces? But Joseph was sold for, uh, I looked into just to make sure last night, 20 pieces of silver. 
he was sold into Egypt and there he was a slave. But through all that, he was standing on the on the rock of God's faithfulness. He was trusting in God. He was trusting that God is faithful. Put yourself in Joseph's shoes this morning and try to understand he, he, there's no way he could make sense out of this. <clears throat> but I did have a thought there, you know, with the dream and, and all that, that with the whole aspect of standing on God's, the rock of God's faithfulness, the whole aspect there that, that did that dream while he was down there in the pit, did that dream come to him? <clears throat> so how's this going to work out? He was looking to God. He was trusting in the faithfulness of God. Lord, I don't understand. But I know one thing. You are a faithful God. I have a a father. I have a grandfather. I have a great-grandfather whose God that I am serving was faithful. And I, and, I, and I was thinking of that, I was talking to someone again. I'm sorry, who these people I was talking to, I should remember who I was talking to. But just the whole aspect of, I think, oh, it was yesterday on genealogies, and I changed my tune a little bit on genealogies. I used to, you know, harp on, on or, uh, where, what, what's his name that Paul wrote to there in the, in the New Testament about endless genealogies. You know, where it's a negative thing, a little bit more what Paul was in, I believe it was, and I probably said this before already, but uh, they were hinging their salvation on that. But somehow this whole thing of genealogies, and as we were talking yesterday, somebody walked up to our table and, and heard that Susan is somehow related to, to, to him, and, and, you know, they go down through and go down one, two, three, four, five, six, seven generations, and all of a sudden there's a connection. <laughs> and my dad was good for that when Susan... When we got married, I lived there, or we lived, we lived there in the Dottie house, and, and Dad used to come up, and, uh, and somehow they ended up coming in conversation, and he would talk about somebody, and Susan didn't know who it was, and so he would go to this down through the line, and finally he connected, <laughs> and he was very good with that. But anyways, <clears throat> let us not get carried away with endless or genealogies here this morning. But the, the point I'm trying to get, make is, is the whole aspect that Joseph had a... He had a father, he had a grandfather and a great-grandfather, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And those men, he, he, he probably heard about how God was faithful in their lives. And here he was down here in the pit, and, and his faith was in his God. In the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He was standing on the rock of God's faithfulness. Are we standing on the rock of God's faithfulness. Are you going through a trial? Are you going through something that does not make sense? And, I've, and of course, my mind went back to last week. David had the opening there on uh, James chapter 1 about... Uh, <clears throat> can I quote it now? <clears throat> oh, about going through trials... I should probably turn to it. It's not coming to me. <clears throat> yeah. 
My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience, but let patience have her perfect work, that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. <clears throat> you think Joseph's faith was tried? Yes, it was. But he was patient. Like we read here, but let patience have her perfect work that ye may be perfect and entire and wanting nothing. <clears throat> you know, when we find ourselves in situations that we don't understand, we don't know what's going on, <clears throat> the best thing to do is just to, to cast ourselves on the faithfulness of God. <clears throat> God is faithful. <clears throat> he is trustworthy. We can trust Him. <clears throat> So let us trust him through the thick and the thin. And I also had to think of our sister Anita. She was faithful to the end. May we be faithful. May we be faithful to the end. <clears throat> and I'd like to just look a little bit now at the, because uh, Joseph was faithful, uh, some of the things uh, that I believe happened because of his faithfulness. Joseph was a faithful man. And we don't read, I don't think, uh, you know, like David, we read of his fall, or his, his fall there with Bathsheba and so forth. But as far as Joseph, it seems like he had a pretty, how would you say, uh, a, a, yeah, a good character, if you will. <clears throat> uh, but anyways, <clears throat> Joseph was a faithful man. And just reading through the account, and like I, we don't have time this morning, but uh, just think about it when he came or when his brethren came down there to Egypt. And it seemed like he was a little bit hard on him. And I'm not sure all the reasons why he was. There's, there's probably some reasons that, I, yeah, we could talk about. But uh, we're just going to let that. <clears throat> but in, in and through it all, if you read through the account, there was no revenge. There was no anger. There was no, boy, I'm going to get back at you what you did to me. There was none of that there. But there was a heart of love and compassion. There was a heart of that was... Yeah, you just have to read it. I mean, he wept when uh, he had to... A couple of times, I think he had to go out of the room to compose himself as his brethren came down there. Because of his faithfulness, he was reconciled back to his brothers. That's a beautiful thing. Here was a young man who was sold into Egypt... And he, because he stayed faithful, the years rolled by. I'm not sure, was it? He was, he was 30 years old when he was there, uh, became the, the second in, in command there in Egypt. And he was, was it 17? I don't know exactly. He was 17. We read about it. He was 17. Let's say 12 years he was there. <clears throat> but there Joseph was faithful, trusting his God. He was there in prison and all those things. He was faithful. And here his brothers come. And because he stayed faithful, he kept that connection with God. There was a reconciliation there with his brothers. And also with the whole family ended up coming down Jacob. It says there that his soul was revived when he realized that Joseph was alive. And maybe this kind of goes with it. It had a, it had a great effect. He had a great effect on his brothers. I uh, read a, a little article last night about uh, uh, that because of how Joseph responded to his brothers, 
You know, and I don't know all what was going on and how he related to them and was hard on them and, and had them, uh, uh, was, which one was it that had to stay back? And, and, and so uh, for them to go and get Benjamin then and so forth. <clears throat> what was all going in the, in, in the heart of those brothers, I don't know. But we, we know one thing. What, because of Joseph's faithfulness, it had a good effect on his brothers. And so it would be for you and I. We stay faithful. How many lives will we touch because we stay faithful? And again, I was thinking of our sister Anita yesterday, and it was a, it was a, can I say it was a bless? It was a blessed funeral. It was a blessing, just uh, in in different things that were shared and and about her Bible there, Larry. That was precious. There was lives, I believe, that were touched yesterday because of her faithfulness as she laid there in the coffin and those things that were shared about what she had in her Bible and as Larry uh, shared. And, 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 and there was lives that were touched, even in, in, her, in, her, in her, as she was laying there. <clears throat> Let us never give up when the road gets hard and it looks like it's too hard. Joseph could have said that, but he, he was trusting in the faithfulness of his God. And may we do the same, brothers and sisters, this morning. Whatever we face, we don't know how many lives would touch. Eternity will only tell. Well, does Anita know now as she's there in heaven, will she know how many lives she has touched? <clears throat> and we also know that many lives were saved. Because, Why? Well, because of Joseph's faithfulness, and, and, and to make it more clear yet, because Joseph was in tune with God. If he would not have been faithful, he would not have been in tune with God to, to understand that dream about Pharaoh and the, the seven uh, lean years and the seven, or the seven uh, prosperous years and the seven lean years. <clears throat> Many lives were saved because of one man that stayed faithful. <clears throat> I know this is a little bit more than the opening, probably. I, yeah, sorry, bear with me here. I'll try to wrap it up. But can I, can I? For young people here this morning, stay faithful. You have younger brothers and sisters that are looking on. And I remember it just came back to me when, you know, we had the teaching, the, 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 teaching on the home and and just where that the teaching on the home was very lifted up and i know one vision that susan and i had was realizing that jonathan the oldest if we uh if we fail there we will probably fail the whole way through because the children the younger children look up to the older brother those things are real Put your time and energy into your children. Yes, the oldest, all of them as far as that goes, but there is something there about the older one. But God, He can also turn those things around as we stay faithful. Hallelujah. Let us be encouraged to be faithful unto the end. We want to hear those words, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Enter thou into the joy of the Lord. That day is coming, praise the Lord. That day is coming. 
May we stay faithful till the end. And one more thing here, I believe one of the reasons, and maybe I said this already, of uh, that Joseph was faithful because he believed in a God that is faithful. He believed in a God that is faithful. You know, if we, we should probably expound on that. But just think about it a little bit. If you think God has left you down there in the pit, what's going to happen? You're going to give up. But if you remember that God is faithful, I'm down here in the pit. And your, your faith will be secured in God and His Word and His promises. Does that make sense? Do we get that? How we see God. You know, I think it's Tozer that says that the most important thing about us is, is our view of God. If you're struggling here this morning with pornography or anything like that, it's because you have a wrong view of God. You have a wrong view of God. Whatever your struggle might be here this morning, may we see our God that He is a faithful God. And I'd just like to read a couple uh, verses here in the ending here yet. <clears throat> know ye therefore that the Lord thy God, He is, he is God, the faithful God, which keepeth covenant and mercy with them that love him and keep his commandments to a thousand generations. There hath no temptation taking you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that you're able, but with the temptation also make a way of escape. Did you be able to bear it? Was that not a testimony of Joseph? He was tempted. But there was a way of escape and he took it. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. For he is faithful that promised. That's Hebrews 10.23. It is of the Lord's mercies that we're not consumed because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness. And this song, uh, Great is Thy Faithfulness, is actually in our songbooks, page 155. I was hoping that we could sing it here in the end. But that's, uh, yeah, anyways. <clears throat> Let's go to the last verse yet in Romans 8, 38 to 39. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. What a promise. May we be, oh, may we find ourselves standing on the rock of God's faithfulness in the coming days. And Brendan, I'm going to have you lead that song, Great is Thy Faithfulness, 155, here in closing. Would you do that?